Welcome back to another episode of Con Job. This week, we have Brittany Braun from Brittany Braun Designs back on the show to do a review of Rose City Comic Con that happened two weeks ago in Portland, Oregon. Uh, she's going to tell us how the show went, let us, let us know all the ins and outs of the show, and give us some, uh, some insight from her point of view. So hope you guys enjoy. And without further ado, hello, Brittany Braun. Hello. How are you? I am relaxing on my couch with three fur babies. I'm doing great. Nice. So um, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, uh, Brittany is a, a fellow native St. Louis and uh, Brittany Braun Designs is her, uh, her business. Um, but for those of you that don't, don't know Brittany, Brittany, what do, you, what do you do? Tell us a little bit about uh, you and your business. Um, I make handmade skater skirts. That's my signature item in a variety of pop culture prints. So Disney, Harry Potter, Star Wars, math, science, space, anything you can nerd out about, pretty much I can find a print for it and I'll do it. Um, and then I sell coordinating pop culture clothing and accessories, as I call it. It's sort of nerd adjacent clothing. So cute animals and again, science and nerdy themed items but not licensed things so that you can create a whole outfit for the feminine fan yeah and you were kind of the sock queen for for a little while you uh you had so many socks <laughs> i found a really great company that a lot of people are familiar with so their quality i don't have to like preach their quality at the show which is nice um but i do yes currently carry 32 prints at every show of socks and then they change depending on the show I'm at and what I find that's cute and everything so I, I, I don't I don't know about everybody else but I always seem to lose socks when I'm at shows so <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have a lot of people tell me come up and tell me they forgot to pack socks or <laughs> the shoes that they're wearing are hurting their feet so they need socks immediately I've heard that so many times recently at shows. So people so work on just, your footwear. <laughs> just a little, just a little packing tip, so you don't forget your socks. Uh, I have a, a small bit of a shoe fetish, so what I like to do is I don't like them to get creases or bend. So when I put them in the suitcase, I pack the socks inside the shoes so that oh, they stay fluffy. Very clever. Just yes. See, don't don't come on the show, listen to the show, think you don't learn anything. Just yeah, Ryan, Ryan Ryan brings his like you know nine hundred dollar Nikes to the show because you know <laughs> yeah, you gotta bougie. wear them. You gotta wear uh -huh. them. No one Not to the 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 next time I see you, now I have to pay attention to your shoes because no, I next time you see him, you have to step Megan on his for shoes. The shoe <laughs> Those no, are I get words. it though. I I do get it. The sneaker the sneaker thing. I'm I'm not like way into it, but once I found like my way into sneakers i became slightly addicted to it as well yeah but, i had a friend that just made fun of one pair i had and from then on it's just been downhill so <laughs> i hate it i hate it but i love it at the same time um all right so let's get to while you're here well why not while why? why why you're here um we we attempted to do this once before we had to uh we had some diff technical difficulties on it so that show didn't actually get published so technically it's your first time, but not really. 
So we're here to talk about Rose City Comic Con. That was two weekends ago, September 10th through the 12th in uh, Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. So just kind of overall first, before we get into the nitty gritty, overall, how was the show for you? Um, overall, I would say it's pretty good. It's it's a reliable show, so I knew what to expect, and it's a fun crowd. Portland's very supportive of artists and handmade and in general, just markets. They love you know their outdoor markets and their farmer markets, and so Comic Con kind of just fits right in with the the lifestyle there. And then, so the hours for the show, obviously Friday were. One to eight, right? But the but the um, the VIP was a half hour early. Yes. Yeah. So let's actually start before we get into the hours first. Let's let's go into load in. So your load in is normally you just come through the front, or do you have to park and walk in? Portland is an exception for me. I do normally just go through the front, um, which I have done before at this show a few years ago, and it's simple. Um, Uber can drop you off right in front of the building. You go through the front door. There's escalators, elevators. Um, it's not complicated. But one thing I really do like about this show, as someone who has been driving, I've started renting a car the past few years because I've been able to find a cheap one, and Portland parking is free um, at most hotels. So that was nice, or at least at the hotel I stay at. Um, they give you the exact directions to the loading dock. Uh, Rose City does and so it's amazing it's so easy to find uh, you can load in on Thursday and Friday morning there's never a line they're very organized um, everybody seems to be really respectful of pull up load in your stuff move your car um, you know all of that so they have carts you can use which was awesome I had my own um, so literally loading it took me maybe 10 minutes. It was was, was awesome. this the show where you had the issue with the car? The rental car? Um, yes, I did originally <laughs> rent my car for the wrong weekend. Oh, and, just, uh, I remember I you able, put it on the chat. Yeah, yeah. I was on the plane, like, make sure to look, you know, look and see what, um, what, I don't know what I was trying to do, but I was trying to look up something and I was like, wait a minute. And then I was confused because I think I rented it august 23rd and so when i went in to book it it automatically thought i needed to book a month later which i don't know like why that would be but that's when i rented it for was september 23rd so i ended up finding a good deal that was like a you don't know exactly which rental car company you're gonna get right. but it'll be this size car so i ended up getting a good deal and i needed it because i ran around all over portland and grabbed stuff so it was a very good convenience And Awkward so, silence. I thought Ryan was hitting you with another question. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Jeez. Take, you take the next one. Go ahead. <laughs> so, I mean, lo load in was a breeze. Um, you know, what did you, you think about the hours? You know, what was the what was the business like, and did it really? You know, did the hours translate into you know sensible and for, speak, for Friday? And speak to the VIP part too. I I always like on Fridays when it starts later, um, because most people aren't out of work, especially yeah. after summertime. Um, one o'clock was probably still a little early to start, but I liked that it didn't go until nine. Um, it maybe one to seven would have been good, but eight o'clock still worked. Um, the VIP, it was, it did open still a half hour early for VIPs, um, on Friday. And then 
Saturday hours, 10 to seven is pretty normal. 10 to five on Sunday is pretty normal with, again, with the half hour VIP. I personally, I still don't understand VIP hours. Um, I, I don't remember making any sales during the, the VIP time. Um, on any of those days, if I did, it, it was something small or, or a vendor came over and, and picked something up. Um, I just don't feel like for this show, it was really necessary because there wasn't really any companies doing exclusives. The crowd wasn't so crazy that you're waiting in line for hours to get in. And there wasn't any celebrities that like demanded a long line. So, um, yeah, I just, I just don't understand it, but it's, <laughs> it'll be a question. If you ask me for any show, what do I think about VIP That's, hours? That was actually going to be, be my answer. Yeah. Cause you said, I didn't feel like for this show, I was going to say, is there a show that you think it works other than maybe like San Diego? <laughs> the only, the only show that I, I understand why they do it is to be, is LA Comic-Con and that's when Hot Topic has a booth there because they do yeah. a huge Funko release. But the thing is about that is that all that half hour is is people running to the Hot to Topic get there. line to line right. up. So what I what I think they should do is offer like what Six Flags does like a front of the line pass. I mean, I guess Universal Studios and stuff does it too, but a a VIP pass means that you get a a front of the line. So if you have the VIP pass, you get front of the line for the celebrities, you get front of the line for the panels, you get front of the line for exclusives. And companies would obviously have to sign on to that. They'd have to say, okay, we're okay with that. But if you're a show that has big enough exclusives, I feel like the Funkos, the Bandai's, the Marvel, they're going to be okay with people lining up early for those or just right. filter people or just say hey this if you're going in there to go directly to hot topic or funko or whatever this is the line you want to get in because we're trying to safely control the crowd especially nowadays like with the pandemic and everything you'd think that that would be a better idea because they constantly just have to stand there and tell people not to run yeah but if, but if there's nothing to run to it's it's just vendors standing around going why are we here and then the even more frustrating thing is that uh, at a lot of shows and I didn't notice it so much at this show because especially like on Friday, people were still setting up because the morning since we started later, but a lot of shows, half of the vendors aren't even there. So it, during VIP hour, it just looks like this sort of weird half ready convention. It just, it doesn't seem like we're fully prepared for, to have customers and, I mean, I'm there and ready to go, but if my neighbor's not, it, I just think it kind of looks bad. It looks bad. And then, I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. No, I was gonna say. So overall, sales wise for the Friday, were they were they good, bad, or just what you know, an average typical Friday? I actually had a pretty good Friday. Um, just to to like answer it all as one, I did my typical Saturday doubles, Friday, Sunday is somewhere in between. That's sort of my formula for success. Yeah. And um, Friday was actually decently busy. I, I will say it wasn't ever crazy at any time, but there was a good flow of people. Um, I saw quite a few Friday only badges, um, which was kind of refreshing because it meant that customers were going to be new and, and they had to shop on Friday. So 
throughout the rest of the weekend, we'd have new people. Um, but it was good. It was consistent. It wasn't boring. Now, this is something kind of kind of new that uh, that I've I've been thinking about a lot. Have did you see you know walking around through the entire weekend? Um, did you see a lot of people empty-handed, or were they were they walking around with stuff? I would say I saw a lot of people carrying purchases. Um, the nice thing about Portland is it's so environmentally friendly that everybody has a tote bag, so things looked full. It, it, it definitely looked like people were shopping. Um, and again, since there weren't a ton of celebrities there really to like demand the VIPRs, there also weren't a lot of celebrities taking people off of the floor. So um, I, I feel like people were buying. That's good. So then on to Saturday, the hours there were 10 to 7. So again, VIP, 930, waste of time, right? Yeah, same thing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I wish some of the promoters would understand that. <laughs> I mean, it sounds really great from their standpoint. Like, hey, get in extra, extra early, you know. But what are they really doing? They're just walking around. Unless there's, like, you know, like you mentioned earlier, there's a something I got to go get before everybody else, or I get in line for one of the one of the celebrities. Which, generally speaking, the celebrities aren't even there right when yeah, they don't open. even get there for another hour. Right. Yeah, they're not there till like eleven or twelve generally. The- the one time I don't usually go see celebrities, but I went to meet Jeff Goldblum with a friend of mine and uh, who, who you all know, friend of the show. So Sonia Melikoff right. um, okay. uh, in Phoenix and they allowed the VIPs and the exhibitors to line up because he was going to be there right at 10 o'clock on Saturday. So they allowed the VIPs and the exhibitors to sign, to line up at 930. And then everybody else, you couldn't even get in the line until after 10. So that was kind of cool, but that still goes to my front of the line pass. Right, right. And I've, I've seen shows where they've done something like that, where if they had, you could, I don't remember what they called it, but let's just call it a fast pass because I can't remember. But they did that, like they even did that at the, um, at the uh, concession stands. Instead of waiting in that yeah. line at 12 o'clock, it said, you know, fast pass right here you know, or gold pass, whatever it was called. But they had that for the celebrities and they had that for some of the, some of the vendors, but I don't know who would be busy enough to where it's like, Oh, excuse me. I got to go wait on him first. It was a wizard that used yeah. to do that. It was wizard. Okay. I knew it used yep. to happen. I've seen it before, but, um, cause I used to try to get my exhibitor badge to like get the fast pass for the food. And they're like, no, 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 you got to go wait in line. <laughs> like, I, worked, I went to one show where they actually had a concession stand specifically for exhibitors. It oh, might have been, idea. I'm trying to think if it was anime, Expo. it was something at the LA Convention Center. Um, I just don't know that LA Comic Con would have been busy enough that that was it. But mm-hmm. it was, it was at the far end of the convention center. So you had to walk a little further, but it was worth it. It's be- it's, yeah, it's, it's better to walk an extra minute than it is to stand 15 yeah. minutes in line, especially, right. you know, like if I'm by myself and someone's just watching my booth or I'm asking someone to run over there for me, but um. Right. There are some things that if if they if we could create a panel of promoters and discuss this VIP issue. Yes, I know. I feel I like know. we could all come But up it with gives a... them from their standpoint I get it cuz you charge more for it cuz hey, you get in or I mean, you know, it's it's And it's there there are making. some perks. There are some there... perks to it. You know, you get you get your little grab bag, you get uh, you know, an exclusive, you get a, a special little badge, you you know, sometimes you get free parking. There there are there are added benefits to the VIP package. Um, you know, there's nothing but the, for VIP, but the VIP package does not need to include 30 minute early entry 
to the convention hall. Yeah. Or even well, longer. I mean, there are shows that do it longer. Yeah, they're an hour. But yeah. if, it, if it does, if, if you're going to do that, you know, shows, uh, you know, sh- there are shows that have, you know, have the ability to funnel those people straight down into the celebrity area if they want to get in line. Because that's all it's doing is taking the people off the floor for the first half hour. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's fine. And that's fine, too. I mean, and you see it, too, when they when and, and any show does it when they line up the VIP people, they they sometimes are like, OK, you get to line up right here. And then the rest of the line gets funneled down into this like extra hall or whatever. Um, and you could still do that at, to, to get the show open. You know, um, if, if the doors open at 10, the first line of people that's going to get let in is going to be the VIP people. And if it really is worth having a VIP badge to get in early, that would make a big enough difference that someone would pay for it. But if there's only 15 VIP people, then yeah. d- then why didn't you just go on the regular line? And that's really what I think bothers me is if it's not really a value to the customer and the show doesn't warrant having a VIP early entrance or whatever, it just seems like you're taking more money away from the customer that could be spent on the vendor floor or just make the customer feel better about not being ripped off. But that makes sense. That makes sense. So overall though, sales wise Saturday was stuck to your formula. Yep. Saturday was good. Yeah. People wise. Was it, uh, you know, I like to say Saturday is like kind of double Friday in terms of attendance. I know it's not always, you know, to the number, but it does it, did it seem a lot more busy on Saturday? Cause it's a big day. It definitely, it definitely seemed um, proportionately um, more crowded. Um, it never seemed su- super packed, but but there was definitely a lot more people flowing through the floor. Okay. Um, anything else Saturday, Alexa? No, no. I think uh, I think that's really okay. So then that's Saturday. S- yeah. So Sunday, um, ten to five, right? Mm-hmm. And they had the VIP beforehand again. Yes. Cause I've seen some where they do it for just the Friday, Saturday, but so Sunday. So how was it then first people wise, like enough, you know, still, still busy. Was it, was it, did they start coming in right at 10 ish or was it, you know, some, some places you go to, they don't really start showing up till kind of like after church hours, things like that. Um, Sunday was a little slow um, at the beginning. Um, it definitely seemed quiet. I was a, a little concerned. One of my worries was it was the first uh, football Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh boy, you know, people are going to get, people are going to be, you know, drawn into watching Sunday morning football, Sunday night football. Um, Portland's not an enormous football town. They are a big sports town for the sports, like their sports. But um, so that might've been the, the, a factor in the morning um, rush, not quite being there, but yeah, I know, I know Supercon took place in Miami and the dolphin game started at four. So it was like at three 30 people were like, Oh, time to go watch the dolphins. Yeah. It was just dead zone, which is right. fine. I, mean, yeah, I would rather yeah. have that, but it, it, it was fine. I mean, after, you know, maybe, maybe after noon, it, it seemed from noon to five, it was pretty consistent as um, far as people and people were still spending. There were definitely um, a good number of Sunday only badges. There weren't as many kids there this year. I don't feel like I, or, maybe not specifically to Rose City, but it didn't seem like there were a lot of kids um, like I normally see at shows on Sundays. Um, it's It seemed to be still more adult-driven or teenage-driven, but um, I don't know who that might affect. It doesn't really affect me, but some, for some people, that might be pertinent. 
so i mean overall you know good weekend um did it did it perform better than your 2019 rose city i beat uh 2019 by like 500 bucks um so nothing huge the couple other vendors i talked to it was similar a few hundred dollars or you know if for a larger vendor you know maybe a thousand bucks but um it wasn't enormous the thing i will say is that the the cost of doing that show um, is is pretty low. I think there. I I'd have to look exactly how much the booth was. Um, I believe it was eight fifty or eight seventy five, something like that. Um, so to do the show, it it I don't need an enormous increase every year to get me to come back. Um, and the cost of going to Portland never seems to go up. So. <laughs> it, it it was like okay cool i made a little bit more that's good uh inflation whatever but um as long as i hit my numbers i was fine and, and i did okay um so we're gonna we're gonna kind of start to to get this thing wrapped up and we're we're gonna do something a little a little different than uh, than what we've done in the past um we're you know we're we're not gonna do uh, uh you know cat sweaters we're not gonna do sloppy tacos <laughs> we're gonna do literal just if it was good it gets an up you know if it if it was uh you know good for you if it's uh, if it was bad for you it gets a down um so um start from start from the beginning essentially right just yeah yeah go, so go uh load in load in uh loading was a good it was an up thumbs up oh, okay um uh show hours overall thumbs up okay um Let's see, sales. Thumbs up. And obviously loadout. Uh, thumbs up. We didn't All talk right. much about loadout, but it was very similar to load in. The, the procedure is pretty quick and the dock, same thing. It's really easy to go in. And they have a parking lot right across the street that is really fast that a lot of vendors just pulled their stuff across there too. Okay. And then overall value of the show, um, you know, take into consideration booth cost, the time that you uh, spent traveling and your sales. Thumbs up. All right. So uh, overall, does it get, uh, I'm assuming it gets a thumbs up because it sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, def I definitely would say, I would definitely say so. So okay. obviously with all that said, you, it, you'll definitely do it again. Yes. They um, are doing the show in 2022. Uh, basically yeah. the same weekend. Yeah, and September so, 9th through 11th, I believe I saw. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I will definitely be back. I actually am filling out my application today. Nice. Okay. And any significant raise in costs from last year to this year? Um, no, the booth, I think, went up like 50 bucks, 75 bucks, something like that. Yeah, um, that's Nothing acceptable. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, one little thing I'll throw out there, and I am, this is not an advertisement like that I'm paid for or anything, but Eastside Lodge is the greatest hotel to stay at in that area. <laughs> and it is literally like $88 a night. It's a sweet little family that runs it. And it's just a motel. It's very basic, but it's clean and they have free parking and it's a 10 minute walk to the convention center. And it's right next to Voodoo. It's right next to Sizzle Pie. Um, oh, yeah, we, we talked about that, I think, this weekend. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a really great um, hotel, but it's part of the reason that it makes 
doing this show so worth it because the hotel cost me like less than 500 bucks for the whole weekend. And I stayed, I was there Thursday and I stayed till Monday. So um, that's, that's definitely nice. something. If anybody's thinking about trying the show and they're like, Oh, I've got it. Cause some hotels in Portland can be very expensive. Um, but they're like, Oh, I don't know. That's definitely a hotel to check out. I prefer the West side, but that's just me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. <laughs> no, not me, not me. Um, <laughs> So let's tell everybody how to find you that uh, is not aware of you. How do they find you out on the webs? The best place to start is Instagram at Brittany Braun. It's B-R-I-T-T-N-E-E-B-R-A-U-N. And that'll have links to my upcoming new website, which is not live yet, but it will be soon. And then um, my Facebook and everything is the same as well. All right. Alexa, anything else before we go? No, no, I'm uh, I'm excited to uh, to talk to you again about uh, about Dallas. Yay! All right, <laughs> All right. well, uh, stay tuned for that one, guys, and uh, have a good rest of the week. Awesome, thanks.